0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by rapodcast.net. This is episode 724, recorded live on May 7th, 2022. And here are your hosts. The man who may or may not bring up the elephant in the room, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who is going to come out and confess that he purchased a can of plain green olives. Andy Lowe. Hi. <laughs> gross they are gross
1: they're gross plain green olives and plain black olives are why most people say they hate olives I, I like black olives you're wrong plain black olives out of the can you're wrong are good no andy they're not you're wrong they are not good they're not good in any way shape or form they're not delicious they're not like they, they're just bad no they're fine did you know? Real olives. Like Kalamata olives are like the full big like Turkish olives. Those are good. Those are olives.
0: Okay, I'm not sure if it's my taste buds or what, but I got some of those at Costco. I got a big honking jar of those at Costco uh, because uh, I didn't get the green olives at Costco because the green olives at Costco were the Spanish ones that are like the size of a golf ball. Yeah, those are delicious. I know they are, but they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. They're delicious. I know they they are delicious, but they're huge. Trying to put them in a salad is it's. Well, you have to chop them up first. But yes. <laughs> well, I'm too lazy for that, so I just dropped two of them in my salad.
1: Yeah, um, And just had like a golf ball olive in your salad.
0: Yes, two two golf ball olives because yeah. that's what the serving size is. Okay. Um. So I was out of the green olives. Was at Costco, and I'm like, well, shoot, I liked these when they were in the um. Costco used to do a rotisserie chicken pasta salad Ooh. with like artichoke hearts and a couple of other things really good recipe. And I hate that they don't carry it anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm like, I liked those olives. So I got those and the black olives and having them, both of them in my salad, it was hard to distinguish between the two flavors.
1: Yeah. Cause the black olives are fucking overpowering and disgusting. The whole thing tasted like black olive at that point.
0: No, it, it didn't taste. It was just, it, it was too, it, there's a, there's a distinct flavor difference between black olives and green olives with uh palmetto pimento pimento yes what did i say palmetto palmetto what the heck? what isn't that a what is a palmetto
1: i don't know but it's what you said <laughs> or palmetto i think it's what you, i'm not sure but like
0: there was no tea there was definitely no tea in what you said uh i think that's a tree <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there there are types of palm trees, meaning okay. you know, tiny palm trees, palmetto. Sure, yeah, a palmetto. Sure. I like it. Um, yes, with pimentos, there's a very distinct flavor between the black and the green. But with yeah, you know, they're both disgusting. They're not disgusting. They are disgusting. I will it's agree gross. with you on a fact that just plain green olives out of a can. Yep,
1: mass produced.
0: Right, actually, Andy, I, next I did, time you're in Ann Arbor. Here's, here's what
1: I, Andy, what I need you to do. Yes. And I say this in all seriousness. I know that's become a joke, but what I need you to do. The next time you're in Ann Arbor, go to the Cafe Zola Bistro off of, um, where is that? That's off of Packard or Washington. I think it's Packard at that point. Near where Stoochie's used to be, across from Whole Foods. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's Packard. No, that's Washington. Washtenaw. It's off of Washington. Yeah. Go Washtenaw there. Washington and Platt, I think. Uh, a little bit west of that, but yes, it's right in that area. Go to the, the Cafe Zola Bistro and just go to the bar and get a side of olives and try those.
0: You, you, you laugh because um, I'm actually going to be in Ann Arbor basically this time next month.
1: I am not laughing. Andy, go to the Zola <laughs> Bistro. You can take Beth and Bry. They love going
0: there. Yeah, we're going to be staying at, where are we staying at this time? Oh, uh, I think we're staying at the Hampton Inn's. hmm Because they Would have an indoor. The Hampton's Inn? I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it, it's over by Briarwood Mall. Yeah. Um, in that, you know, subdivision of hotels over there, mm-hmm. which they've now expanded. Oh, my gosh. Look at how many there are.
1: There are a lot. There's also a Costco right there.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Briarwood
1: Mall in Briarwood Mall. Not that Briarwood Mall is actually very active anymore.
0: No. Oh, What What are you going to Ann Arbor for? Our, our uh, wedding anniversary. Okay.
1: Like, I know that's a thing. It's just that you said a month from now, and your wedding anniversary is less than a month from now.
0: Yes. Well, uh, we decided not to actually do it on Memorial Day weekend, so we're going to do okay. it. Okay. The weekend after. Yeah. First weekend in June, so.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, if you decide to go to Cafe Zola, or the Zola Bistro, get a little side of olives, and just, you will be blown away by the flavor and the the difference, and you'll be like, oh my god, this is so much better than canned green and canned black olives. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. canned green
0: olives. No. Canned black olives. And They're... canned black olives, Andy. Can Did you actually know why? Canned black
1: olives. D- go ahead. Do
0: you, do you know why the black olives are in a can and not in a jar? Why are the black
1: olives... This sounds like a really bad joke. It actually sounds like a racist joke, but go ahead. Why are the black <laughs> olives in a
0: can and not a jar? Um, I have a joke for you after the explanation, but... Um, (laughs) The the black olives are actually colored black Okay Because it's a variety of olives And the dye is light sensitive Okay So if they were stored in glass jars They would slowly turn yellow That's hilarious So they have to be shipped in cans In order to keep the black color Yeah
1: Or they could, you know, just paint the the jars black
0: But It's probably just easier for them to just,
1: you know Do it in a can In in either case, they taste awful (laughs) now
0: for the elephant in the room hold on the joke do you want the joke go go ahead okay tell me your racist joke (laughs) i like my coffee like i like my slaves i don't want to hear this free okay have you seen? You, of
1: course, you haven't seen. There was a um, a game changer episode that was all about that, about that type of joke of the like, I like my blank, like I like my blank. But it was all hundred percent sexual. Oh, of course. So it was like I like my lovers, like I like my coffee, and then the follow up, right? So yeah. the prompt is the I like my blank, like I like my blank. Yeah, I like my lovers, like I like my coffee, and you know, it was the simple one is like hot. But yeah, so no, was- I think one of them was like. Uh, Free with breakfast or something like
0: that. Yeah, no, I, I I I dropped that one at work, and some of the people were like that. They just like looked at me. And they're like, "Are you really going to say this? Are, are you really going to go down this path?" And I'm just like, You're
1: "Really going to finish that statement, Andy? You're going to do it?"
0: And then I said, "Free," and they're like, <laughs> "Ah, ah, like, oh, it's clever. It's still a fucking racist joke." <laughs> It's only racist because you in your head. You 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 thought. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so okay, sorry. I sorry. I didn't, didn't mean to sidetrack you with my
1: No, no, no. Well, so so coming back to the olives and the elephant in the room. My question for you sir is what happens if your taste changes?
0: I thought you were going to ask why did, why did I buy them in a
1: can? No, because um, you already explained that black olives have to be canned because they're photosensitive. Yes,
0: I know, but the green olives I normally buy in jars, but I had curbside ship or uh, grocery pickup. Yep, And they picked ones in a can. They also somehow are missing a package of hot dogs. Oh no, they forgot to put it in? I, I hope they forgot to put it in, because if they didn't forget to put it in, we've got a package of hot dogs sitting somewhere in this house <laughs> that is not in a refrigerator.
1: Oh, that's good for about four hours (laughs) laura just texted um how she likes her coffee which is strong and sweet so i'll let you put two and two together Aww,
0: yeah that's adorable right uh, yes, but uh, the reason why this is all going on is that uh, on Friday, um, we had gotten word from Isaac's daycare that both his room and Megan's room had positive COVID cases. So uh, Saturday, Isaac started running a fever. So we get him tested and he comes back positive. Um, and uh, Megan spills the um, testing stuff when we were trying to test her. So I have to run out and grab a whole bunch of at-home tests and stuff. Yeah, um, Kate and I come back negative on Saturday, but then we schedule PCR tests on Monday through the hospital uh, because, you know, hey, we've got a positive case in the house. Most of our jobs are like, all right, are you sure you're OK to return to work? Right. And on Monday, both Kate and I got positive uh, test results back. Whoops. <clears throat> yep. How you all feeling? Uh, Isaac and well, I, uh, according to the, the at home test, Megan hasn't picked it up at all.
1: That is impressive. And awesome. I know. <laughs> They were like how how did she not get
0: it? Were, not were you all masking
1: her. like in home? No. No, you just she
0: just didn't get it in. Yep. Good for her. Kudos. Yep. Yeah, especially, you know, because she's not, she's too young to wear a mask. Right, and, and Isaac, too young to get vaccinated. Yep, so is Isaac is too young for vaccination still by two months at this point.
1: Oh, no. Oh, that's that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, we, we had just uh, earlier, Moderna had talked about submitting their paperwork for the under five vaccine. And so literally earlier that week, Kate and I had discussed, went, okay, if the Moderna vaccine is approved for under five, do we get Isaac right away <clears throat> on the Moderna? Right. Or do we literally wait a month or two and get him on the five plus Pfizer vaccine.
1: Doesn't sound like it matters all that much. Nope. At this point. Well, I'm sorry that you guys all got it. I'm glad you're all feeling okay.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been interesting because, you know, of course my job has a separate pool of six days versus vacation days. Yes. So, as soon as I got it, I emailed, you know, corporate, and they're like, all right, you're out for the week. No ifs, yep. ands, or buts.
1: But I'm I like, can work remote.
0: I'm like, that's that's fine. I, yep. I have 138 hours of vacation or of sick days available. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. I'm like, I, mean, you I just will, burned
1: 40 of them.
0: Yeah, I'll just burn 40 of them and still have. Ninety some to go. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I can I can take the six days. I can watch the kids, which you know, watching a sick kid got its pluses and minuses. <laughs> but when you're also starting to feel sick, it's like, oh, this is going to be painful. Oh yeah, no, that that generally sucks pretty hard. So, um, luckily, Isaac, because Isaac can mask, he was able to return to daycare as long. Oh, sorry, as long as he kept the uh, the mask on. Cool. So luckily, him and Megan were able to go back. We were actually Kate and I, because our test came back on. Monday. 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 We were actually not allowed in the daycare. So we had to drop them off and had somebody come out to pick them up. We had to, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's inconvenient,
0: but okay. Yep. Yeah. No, the last couple of days, you know, when I, when I first got tested, I'm like, oh, I'm positive. This doesn't. Okay. Sure. I'm positive. Yep. If you say so. And then the second day, second day was fine. Third day, I'm starting to go downhill. And then the last two days I spent most of the time in bed asleep because it was just, it was rough. Mm. So they're thinking, oh, there's things I can do, especially if the kids are back in the daycare, I could get some stuff done around the house. And I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here on the couch going, I'm watching YouTube and I'm getting tired. Yeah. like I'm just watching YouTube videos
1: <clears throat> but just the act of staying conscious the is, act of staying awesome.
0: conscious was getting me tired I'm like I just yeah. need to stop Yep. <laughs> I'm just gonna so I lie didn't down get very much bit. done did you no not at all had I known you were just sitting there watching YouTube videos I would have sent you some you know what my YouTube backlog is I didn't realize it was this bad but I have <laughs> <It's> 127 <laughs> YouTube videos that I have saved to my watch later oops what am I down to now
1: 126
0: no i i got through like i said i was just sitting there watching youtube clips uh where is it at library i think uh where is it at watch later here it is okay here it is how much do i have i have 75 videos left
1: not bad so you got down 50 you've got 75 left so you did two fifths yeah you got through 40 percent of your watch list andy
0: yeah, I, I went through the short ones first. I'm like, you know what? Let me just let me do a snowball. I'm going to get up, you know, go for the short videos. I will get these in order by, you know, time. Knock out a bunch of the short ones as much as I can. Get my number down. Feel good about it. But then there's things like here where it's a 20 minute video about what happened during the 2003 blackout.
1: I think I've watched that one. It's it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. And the Smarter Every Day about how does the James Telescope, James Webb Telescope work? That one's 30 minutes long.
1: I kind of stopped watching that one. I know enough about the web and how it works, although I should probably watch, I think it was Smarter Every Day. Uh, how the cryo pumps work. Mm. And I think I fell asleep during that part.
0: And then, of course, I've also got the Starbase tour with uh, Everyday Astronaut. Mm. And that's a two-powder. Each one, uh, first one's 53 minutes, part two is an hour and one minute.
1: Yeah, but you could also watch that one at, like, 1.5 speed.
0: Unless Elon is talking, because he already talks at, like, a... Oh, sorry, there's a third part. That one's 20 minutes long.
1: Yeah, Elon talks fast, but does he say anything? Let me rephrase that. Does he say anything worth listening to? (laughs) That's true. So, you know, like, you could probably still watch it at 1.25 or 1.5 speed.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so spent, uh, you know, two years. Two years? Has it been two years since this all started?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, two years and a month and a half. There was a pandemic in March of 2020.
0: Yeah. So I spent, yeah, two years. Avoiding it. Avoiding it. You know, even though the mask stuff dropped, I'm still wearing, you know, the masks at the grocery store. I'm still, you know, we used to go grocery shopping as a family. Now, you know, it's me on Meijer on like a Monday afternoon, just in and out as fast as possible.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Can I can I add a, a local bit to that real quick? There was going to be a Meyer in Fitchburg, which is the town next to me, and what they happened? pulled out.
0: Oh, Meyer
1: pulled out of the deal. I am so disappointed. How? Why? Is, is there any reason I why? I don't know because Meyer hates Wisconsin. <laughs> there is talk about one going in on Sun Prairie, which is the like opposite side of Madison. Which is if you know the geography of Madison, right? There's the Isthmus. And I'm on one side of the isthmus, and, like, it is on the direct opposite side, so it looks like I could just go right through the center, except that's where all the traffic is, so I can't go right through the center. So to get from here to Sun Prairie takes, like, a half an hour. Mm. It would be a 20-minute drive
0: to Meyer. That would be, uh, something.
1: Yes. And I have a feeling I just got a message from Laura (laughs) asking maybe... He'll put one in Verona instead. Uh probably not because there's a Costco going into Verona right now. But yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's been two years. You I I'll I'll be honest actually, Andy, I've been feeling miserable today. Like no energy, scratchy throat, sore like stuffed nose, and just like general fatigue. I just did a rapid test like two hours ago and it's negative.
0: Yeah, nope. That was that was us on Friday. I'm like, okay, good rapid test is negative, because if I'm gonna be stuck home with the kids, I can't take them anywhere. Yep. So I hit Costco and I got you know, lettuce and grapes and apples and bananas and Mountain <laughs> Dew and, you know, some meat and some a whole bunch of coffee and everything there. I was like, we just <laughs> I'm I'm clear at the moment, according to the thing. I'm running in there and grabbing as much as I can, grabbed two packs of at-home tests, and I'm like, all right, let's just get everything squared away before
1: Get everything squared away, put everyone in danger. So you you were negative and then positive?
0: Yes, negative on Saturday, positive on Monday. Both with a home test? No, uh, at-home test was negative, um, PCR test at the uh, hospital was positive. Mm, I was worried
1: you were going to say that. Maybe I should reach out and find out where the near PCR tests are.
0: You see, that's, the, yeah. The, Bronson's got, you know, the, the, hey... The MyChart app yep. has got the things in there and I answer the questions and they say, hey, you should get it tested. And I just sign up for the testing and I get tested and it's, you know, easy peasy without a Freezy,
1: beautiful yeah. cover girl.
0: Just getting getting the stuff done is, you know, yep. having no problem to get it done. And of course, I yep. got it done. So And then it was like, hey, you're positive. And then the hospital called me up and they're like, hey, we saw that you're positive. <laughs> Do you, do you, you know, do you, do you want a video chat about it? And I'm like, no, I feel fine. They're like, oh, I mean, oh, cool that they reached out to you. Yeah. The, the hospital reached out to me and the community, the county health sent me a text message going, hey, can you fill out this survey? And I'm like, sure. Why not? <laughs> cool.
1: Cool. Cool. We should probably talk about other stuff, though. Yes. I think we have a few things to, to talk about. Also, I like my lovers like I like my coffee burning my mouth. <laughs> what?
0: is there a safe word in
1: there (laughs) i suppose there better be uh another one is i like my lover like i like my coffee uh bottomless yep i've heard that one before i like my lovers like i like my coffee on ice um it's a necrophilia
0: joke ah okay well should we start off with my running space news segment space news oh wait
1: that's colbert Sure. What is your space news? What's I saw a piece of of um, the SLS broke off.
0: Yeah, um, on its
1: way back from the pad or to yeah, the pad, one or the other.
0: On the way back from the pad, another piece fell off. But it... <laughs> man, this this thing just cannot catch a break. It was actually. Oh, no, it did. Ah! <laughs> Well, no, no, it wasn't actually part of the rocket. It was part of the, if I remember correctly, it was part of the transport vehicle that actually broke.
1: Okay, but, I mean, Andy.
0: Yeah, if if your, if your transport vehicle also breaks,
1: that's just... If the reason you're transporting it is because you couldn't get it to work for your test, and, then the, and the... your transport vehicle breaks on the way back, what, what does that say about your quality?
0: I don't know. Um... So, uh, after the, you know, after it got rolled back again, NASA held a press conference and said that, um, they will try to do a next test in mid June. Okay. That's not too far away. Yep. And according to a tweet, the engineers have replaced the check valve that was the problem and are understanding the causes of the hydrogen leak, which was the reason why the dress rehearsal was halted. So... One would hope so. Supposedly, they fixed the valve that was stuck open so they couldn't do a full wet dress rehearsal and they figured out what was causing the hydrogen to leak and hopefully they will fix that and then, yeah, next fuel test in June and the test launch will be likely in in August so yep so if the test launch is successful most likely the current timeline says astronauts launched to the moon in 2024 and landing on the moon as early as 2025 where they will probably pick up whatever SpaceX has left behind <laughs>
1: You're saying that SpaceX is going to beat them there?
0: I have a feeling. I mean, all we're waiting now is the, um, did the FAA, I, I swear the FAA said something recently about SpaceX.
1: That they are not approving anything?
0: Uh okay, what does it say? Um the habitat of an endangered bird found only on North American coastlines could fall by half near SpaceX's test Texas rock te- Rocket Test site if it is expanded, according to documents from the US Fish and Wildlife Service that have been submitted to the FAA.
1: So, the FAA is saying no.
0: Well, the FAA hasn't ruled yet, but that was ah. that, that was the article was that the wild the Fish and Wildlife Service finally Says put their report bird. Yes. Okay. The piping plover bird. I mean,
1: I'm for ecological protection. Yes. Like, as a, as a general rule. No, not not echo. Cancel. <laughs>
0: ecological. <laughs> and this is how Andy dies. <laughs> not, not with, with a, a bang, wiper, but with a laugh. With a laugh. All the phlegm when everything was all set, and then you just had, I just had to realize what was going on. <laughs> And I just disrupted the equilibrium that I currently had going. Just totally lost it. Yeah. Totally lost it, Andy. Get it together. And scene.
1: Get your shit in place, Andy. So Um, unprofessional.
0: Okay, so, yeah, SLS.
1: I like my lovers like I like my cars. Fast.
0: Are you just looking these up online while while we're talking? Yes. Oh, boy. All right, in other space news, uh, Rocket Labs tried to catch their booster with a helicopter. How did that work? They actually caught it with a helicopter. With a
1: helicopter? Yes.
0: But, like, how? So, the rocket descended between, had a parachute. Yeah. So, the booster was, you know, on a parachute, and then there was another, like, little chute above it with a 50-meter line. And they hooked the line. They hooked the line with the helicopter, who literally had a grappling hook hanging from below it.
1: Right. And then they had to, like, it's going to immediately be pulling the helicopter down. Yes. Yes. Which so, th- that has the- to be really nerve-wracking as the yeah. helicopter pilot.
0: Which, he was the one who um, said that the load was outside of what had been predicted in the simulations. Yeah. So, they basically just had to cut the line and let it drop the rest of the way. Oh. But they did actually catch it with a the helicopter. They caught it. They just they- couldn't hold it. Yes.
1: Yeah, because, like, <laughs> it's, it's falling slowly because it's got a parachute but it's still falling helicopters like helicopters are in equilibrium that's the point yes right that like you hover where you're at because you're in equilibrium if you add more weight the helicopter falls now that just means you increase the power to the engines and spin the rotor faster and then you come back up but like (laughs) it's that's hilarious i I am very amused by the idea of a helicopter just like flying by, hooking onto this thing and just dropping with it. (laughs) We caught it. We're going down. (laughs) We caught it. Wait, why are we sinking? (laughs) More power to the engine. (sighs) Uh, Cut it loose. Given it all
0: she's got, Captain. Yep. But they did actually, so they did catch it with the helicopter midair. And now Mm -hmm. that they actually know, you know, they've got real world data now rather than just simulation data, they can then- So now now, they can
1: better prepare. Yes. Yes. You think this wouldn't be something that would be like terribly difficult to simulate given modern simulations?
0: I don't know, but yeah, hey, real-world data always trumps simulations.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I get that, but like, uh, okay. Well, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, they, what else they, we got?
0: All right. And um Starliner. Yes. <laughs> is on its way out to run its scheduled uncrew test mission for May 19th.
1: Okay. Remind me which one Starliner is. That's Boeing's. Okay. It's Boeing's, like, space tourism one? No,
0: no, this is Boeing's Boeing's version of the Crew Dragon.
1: Astronaut delivery. Yes. Okay, it's their Dragon capsule.
0: Yes, the one that they originally tried to fly back in December of 2019, but then got the wrong time from the Atlas V rocket, had trouble communicating with the ground stations, used up too much propellant, (coughs) and then also almost burned up on (laughs) re-entry
1: all right two and a half years later do we have the case worked out
0: uh well nine months have passed since the last standard pre-flight check of the spacecraft which found that 13 of 24 oxidizer valves (laughs) for its propulsion system were stuck stuck open or closed i think stuck open okay
1: so that's a like much bigger problem (laughs) yes Oxygen burns, and if you can't control the amount of oxygen, you're going to get a very big burn. Well, what was funny
0: was they, um, okay, so the dinitrogen tetroxide oxidizer had been loaded onto the spacecraft 46 days prior to launch had combined with ambient humidity to create nitric acid. Yep. Which had started the process of corrosion inside the valve's aluminum housing.
1: I believe dinitrogen tetroxide is the um, the chemical that he was synthesizing in the Martian. Or no, he wasn't synthesizing it. He was burning it to get water. Sure. <clears throat> was it? Or was that like the hexaflora something? I don't Shoot. remember. I just remember it was science leftover rocket fuel and extracts the hydrogen from the resulting chemical reaction yeah but what chemical was it shoot i don't remember you just means you'll just have to read the book again Just bring a pretty good
0: book i know that's oh no you have to read the book again yep hydrazine
1: found it he burns hydrazine ah okay <clears throat> hydrazine is uh dinitrogen tetrahex Uh, No, tetrahydrogen. It's N2H4. Hmm. okay. And if you burn it with oxygen, then it's going to form water and nitrogen oxide. Cool. That's the little detail, like, dovetail into
0: that. So, yeah, no, the the fun fact, though, was Starliner was supposed to actually run out to the launch complex on Wednesday, but the rollout was paused due to a hydraulic leak on the United Launch Alliance's transport vehicle. So there's another (laughs) transport vehicle problem. And Starliner's hits just keep on coming. Yeah. But yes, in theory, there should be a test this month of Starliner. In theory. In theory, yes. We'll see. Meanwhile, SpaceX is like moving past this already. Yeah, how many—the other crew just landed, didn't it? I think so. I think crew four just landed, right? Yeah. Crew, Crew four, and we're on test two of Starliner. You know, Andy,
1: not everyone can be as fast and efficient and effective
0: as SpaceX. Yes, but as we this talk about. This is really about,
1: becoming a bit of a SpaceX fan podcast.
0: Like No, it's just the It's just hitting on everyone else, is what it is. Yes, because the SLS is dumb, right? Am I wrong on that? <clears throat>
1: the SLS? I mean it's not dumb, it's just it's bad. <laughs>
0: And we're talking Boeing here for Starliner. Boeing mm-hmm. has been doing this. They should know better. They it was a company really that that th- got basically what was it, what do they call it? Contract plus? The, uh, the head of NASA was actually in front of the Senate. What did he say? He said something recently. This is not on the topic list, but uh what did he say? All right. Cost plus NASA contracts. Yep. NASA administrator Bill Nelson said that traditional cost plus contracts were a plague on the agency, which is what Boeing had for the Starliner. (laughs) So even the head of NASA is like, look, this is a problem. And
1: yet not doing much about it.
0: Nope, because <clears throat> it's Congress and Congress likes to create jobs.
1: Well, Congress likes to say they're creating jobs when they're just giving money out to companies that promise to give the money back. Yep. Let's be let's be realistic here about yes. what Congress likes to do.
0: Congress likes to help those that help them that help them. That help Congress. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right, so I think that is <clears throat> all of the space news that I've got listed.
1: That's, that's a bit,
0: not too much, but a bit. What do we have from Gaming news. Well, what do we got here? Well, EVE Online. This was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Eve I mean, Online, any any topic
1: that starts with EVE Online is generally either really funny or really disturbing
0: or both. So they had their EVE FanFest keynote. Okay. Where they, you know, talk about everything EVE and, you know, the new things that are coming to EVE. Okay. And um, during the presentation, uh, somebody had done a presentation on the game's economy. Yeah. And um, the creative director <laughs> came out after him, and he said, "You know the, uh, you know this data-filled presentation makes it really, 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 let's see, uh, really, really, really makes Eve sound like spreadsheets in space."
1: Well, yes, because it is.
0: Yeah. So he then went on to acknowledge that, well, actually, data is massively important to many advanced playstyles in Eve. Yep. And that they're the groups actually spend time and effort and money to basically analyze the data. Analyze the data. Yep so eve
1: is how economists relax
0: yeah so he said so we t- we reached out to microsoft excel and people joke people laughed during the presentation and he's like no, no no this is not april fools this is real i'm not lying we actually reached out to microsoft and they were like oh my god we love eve <laughs> of course they do of course the excel team at microsoft plays eve online yeah no that it, it would make sense so, they've announced that with an official partnership with Microsoft, they're going to create a JavaScript API that will allow players to seamlessly export data from EVE Online into Excel. And no joke, the fans rejoiced.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So now you can plug Microsoft Excel directly into EVE Online to capture your statistics.
0: Yeah, this was hilarious that it was, you know, when I saw this, I get, I get the EVE Online emails. I don't know why, but this was like top level in the email. Let me see if I can pull this up. Where's my email? Man, I get a lot of emails. Yeah, so this was this was the t- the headline from the email. CCP Games reveal EVE Online's content roadmap, consequential storytelling enhancements to the new player experience, a new expansion set for Q4 2022, and Microsoft Excel integration. This was literally one of their top bullet points in their press release, and I just read it and I'm like, "Wait, what?"
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, how like- long until they get the Google Sheets integration? <laughs>
0: I don't know, but that's, it yeah. was, you know, like that was one of their top bullet points from FanFest was, hey, we got Microsoft Excel integration. And I'm just like, this is, this has got to be kidding me, you know. No, can't, it's not. Like, this has got to be a joke. And then I, you know, I found the YouTube video of the FanFest and I, you know, I'd skipped ahead until I saw the Excel spreadsheet green <laughs> logo logo show up. And I'm like, oh, here it is. And then I, I watched for like that one minute and he says like, you know, you can pull your data directly from Eve into Excel and everybody starts cheering. And I'm just like, oh my God. This actually is a big deal to them.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, come on, Andy. You bet it's a big deal to them.
0: Yep. So, yeah, EVE Online has Excel integration now.
1: Well, not yet, but there's no, it's but coming. It, right? Yes, it
0: is coming. That's just hilarious. And other silly news um, app lovin' buys Wordle. From the New York Times? No. Did they buy the New York Times? No. Okay. Do you remember that other Wordle we talked nope. about this where somebody else had created an app called Wordle before Wordle
1: <laughs> sort of
0: and everybody thought no. his app was the real Wordle so they bought it on the on the Apple Store. And it wasn't Wordle. No. But he's like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make money off of this. So he contacted the actual Wordle guy, John Wordle, and he's like, hey, what charity do you want me to donate this to? Okay. So he donated, um... All that money. Yes. Yeah, to the, uh, a tutoring center in Oakland, California.
1: That's very nice of him. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, game publisher AppLovin', it seems, on, uh, February 16th, um... <clears throat> purchased the app from what was this guy's names cravota c-r-a-v-o-t-t-a okay he purchased the app and according to sensor tower which tracks all the mobile gaming app purchases and everything um the game has been downloaded more than 18.9 million times um since they acquired it and the company estimates it has generated close to three million dollars to date that's a lot (laughs) So this happy, you know, oh, that's nice of him. He's not, you know, trying to profit off of somebody else's success. And then this random app company comes in and buys it from him and supposedly makes three million dollars so far.
1: That's that's a lot of money. Yeah. So they made three million dollars off of the basically that it's Wordle.
0: Yes, but not the actual Wordle. And, it's but they're
1: just, not giving money back to charity. They're just
0: no making money. Yeah. I wonder how much he made
1: from their purchase.
0: I don't know. Nobody has commented on how much he's made. So, we'll see if that ever comes out. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I wonder if now like the New York Times is going to go after AppLovin or AppLovin goes after the New York Times. Mm. Cuz like the two apps are not owned by their owners anymore. No, They both no, they're been not. sold off. Speaking of New York, New York is suing Activision Blizzard. Yes. Well, trying to sue Activision Blizzard.
0: Yes, it is the New York City Employees Retirement System. Uh Uh-huh. They have filed suit against Activision Blizzard. Uh Uh-huh. Over its planned sale to Microsoft, um, which is weird because it was actually filed in Delaware. Why is it filed in Delaware? That part, I don't know. It's the New York
1: Pension Fund.
0: Yes. And they filed suit in Delaware. Against Activision Blizzard, which is based out of California.
1: California, yeah.
0: I I don't know on that one. Okay. But they are accusing Activision Blizzard and Bobby Kotick of hurrying the sale process (laughs) And hurting the company's value in order to avoid fallout from all of the discrimination lawsuits and workplace harassment scandals.
1: Huh. What what do you how much do you want to bet, Andy? How much would you put on the table that the New York Retirement Pension Fund had some shorts against Activision
0: Blizzard? <laughs> That would, I'd be interesting to see that if they did.
1: Because that that certainly sounds like a, hey, you did a thing that made your company's stock, like, go up instead of down. And we thought it would go down. Like, why would you be mad at a company for trying to maximize its profits? Well, the the only time I could see that is if it were... If you had shorted it. Well, wait, did the stock go up or down before? When, when, as soon as they announced the deal with Microsoft, the stock jumped. Okay. I know this because I had noticed that the stock had gone way down and I'm like, it'll probably come back up. And so I bought a couple shares.
0: And then it went up.
1: And then it went up a lot. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that, that was convenient. Uh, hang on. I'm looking it up. ATVI. There it is.
0: Uh, Report came out January 18th. Yeah, so
1: it had been at, like, the low 60s. On uh, January 14th, it was at, like, 65. January 18th, it was 82. <laughs> so, like, you know, a large jump. <clears throat> Sorry, the pupper is right next to me, and he's yeah. super adorable and just laying there. So, but, okay, so they're, they're filing suit in Delaware. They're claiming that the company rushed through this to try and, like, prevent Scandal from lowering the stock even more. Yes. And, like... Granted, I'm, I'm always happy to see Activision Blizzard getting, like, wrung out for its policies and that it should absolutely be um, held accountable for things. But what? <laughs> like, what? That's, that's not a thing. Is that a thing to hold a company accountable for? I have a feeling I'm going to hear about this in several months from Aaron <laughs> when he gets around to listening to this episode. And, like, most of the times when Aaron reaches out to us after listening to an episode... I will have no memory of anything that I said tonight. Yeah,
0: I don't either. You guys just do your thing, and I kind of snooze your um, conversation for a bit. Yeah, thanks, Andy. I appreciate the support. Yeah, no problem.
1: Uh, what else we got, bud? What else we got? Uh,
0: other uh, acquisition news. Yeah, <clears throat> Embracer uh, has acquired Crystal Dynamics eidos montreal and square Mm. enix montreal for 300 million dollars so
1: much money not 300 million each right just 300 million for the three of
0: them yes for the three of them okay
1: i recognize the names eidos and square enix Crystal Dynamics doesn't ring a bell.
0: Uh, Crystal what? Dynamics earlier this year was announced to be working on a brand new Tomb Raider. Okay. It was also supporting development on Microsoft's Perfect Dark reboot.
1: Okay, but those are things that they are working on. Are there things that they have done yet?
0: I don't know. That's that's all I heard was that they were the ones working on the new Tomb Raider game. Crystal Dynamics.
1: Crystal Dynamics corporate site. Crystal Dynamics founded in 1992, acquired by Eidos in 1998, and is part of Square Enix Europe since 2009. They were the first licensed developer for the 3DO.
0: <laughs>
1: that was a long time ago. Yep. Okay, so they are owned by Square Enix, which I presume all three of these were owned by Square Enix. Yes. So it's not so much that Embracer acquired them, it's that Square Enix sold off three different studios. Yeah, Eidos also part of Square Enix Europe, which is amusing because Eidos Montreal is part of Square Enix Europe. <laughs> I, I believe there's half a continent and, well, okay, like a tenth of a continent and an ocean between them. Well, Square and Enix Square is, Enix
0: Montreal. Aren't they Japanese? Square Enix is Japanese, right? Yeah, but Square
1: Enix Europe is the European branch of Square Enix.
0: Oh, and Montreal. Oh, boy. Yeah, that that's... There's no easy way to connect <laughs> any of those. And... Square Enix
1: Montreal is also owned by, well, previously owned by Square Enix Europe. So all three of these were were owned by Square Enix and part of Square Enix Europe, and also based in Montreal. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is in California.
0: So, okay, so Square Enix sold off (coughs) some Western-developed yeah developers and along with it they've sold off to a uh, tomb raider deuce x thief and deus legacy x. of deuce x deus
1: x like deus ex machina
0: oh okay that makes sense sometimes not my brain deuce right x. now kind of just <laughs> your body's a little busy
1: it's, it's a little busy it's fine
0: you know your body is, take... is
1: kind of doing some other stuff right now yeah. not Got leaving it. a lot of energy for your brain yeah
0: so, yeah, okay. Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, and Legacy of Can, uh, Kane franchises, as well as more than 50 back catalog titles, also gone in the sale. So, Square Enix is trying to get away from Western gaming, I guess? Uh,
1: I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but they are certainly trimming their studios.
0: And they made $300 million in the process, so there you go. Uh, Razer is going private. <laughs> I didn't know Razer was public. Well. <laughs>
1: They are indeed.
0: A bit of a penny stock. Mm. Well, they went public in 2017, and <clears throat> the founder and CEO formally announced that he's going to take it private again.
1: Uh, Min Liang, Mr. Tan, I Yes,
0: mean? 94.74% of the votes cast by shareholders at the court meeting being in favor of him taking it private.
1: Good for him.
0: So, there you go. And, and you know, good for Razor, because having worked now at a, a
1: company that is a private company... Like, holy crap, it is nice sometimes to not have to worry about the quarter-to-quarter.
0: Yeah, I, I work for a family-run private company. Yep.
1: Wow, Razor stock, though, has been hilariously low.
0: Has it always been that
1: low? Uh let me go back to Max. Yeah, so it opened in 2017. Yes. Yeah, it opened at fifty cents a share, <laughs> and it has almost yeah. After the first six months, it has never gotten back up to that. It okay. peaked in 2021 at forty-five cents a share. Oh boy! When when the market you know coveted, <laughs> it went from seventeen cents a share to thirteen cents a share. Now, granted, that is a sixty thirty uh, percent drop, but like from seventeen c- cents a share to. 13 Thirteen cents a share. Have they announced what they're going to buy it back at?
0: Uh, shareholders will be offered thirty-six cents per share.
1: Well, it's currently trading at thirty-two cents. So if you want to get in on that real quick, no. Usually, once they say like, "Hey, we're taking this private," they actually close trading on it.
0: Uh, the company will be delisted on May tenth. Yep.
1: <clears throat> You'd have to buy a lot of shares
0: in order to, to get to, to make that worth it. Yeah, get a, get two fifty back and. <clears throat> uh, Buy yourself, buy yourself the new purple thunder Mountain Dew at Circle K. What? There's a new purple thunder Mountain Dew. How
1: did we get to Mountain Dew?
0: Because th- there's a Circle K next to me, and it's, I, I have to swing by there at some point when I'm. No, I, you but know.
1: how did we get onto Mountain Dew? We were talking about Razor and buying shares. How I did know. that
0: translate? You said in your mind <laughs> to Mountain Dew because the amount of shares that you would have to buy to make it actually worthwhile the amount of shares that I would want to buy I could probably get 250 back
1: yep and i see a, and that, that is
0: enough to buy 2 20 ounces okay at at, at <laughs> the circle k yeah. All right. Anything else on this list that you are interested in?
1: Um bu- 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 Bungie made some really good strides on Twitter. Good for them. Yes. They started posting about the Supreme Court and abortion rights and a bunch of people, including some like very famous streamers, were like, you're a games company. Stop talking about this. You make games. And Bungie's like... Fuck you, this is important. And, like, it might not matter to us as a company, but it matters to us as, a like, a place that employs people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you are a video game company, wrote one Twitter user. You are a toaster, Bungie wrote in a reference to the person's avatar. Yep, I saw that one. Nice. You're a video game and you're a toaster. <laughs> Somebody's like, you know what? I'm, this is my hill. <laughs> Let's just go.
1: Yeah, and of course, other people are taking screen caps and like retweeting it and saying, "I like the person's Like a, a very good morning to whoever's running Bungie's social account. <clears throat> <sighs> Hmm. Okay. Um, I think that's all
0: the big stuff. The chip shortage might be ending. Uh, not says Intel.
1: Oh, NVIDIA says that they've got, like, graphics cards again.
0: Intel says they're gonna expect an ongoing semiconductor shortage to last until 2024.
1: I wonder where Intel's not getting their stuff that NVIDIA is. 2024, that's... Damn! Yeah. All right, so next computer is sometime in, like,
0: 2025. Which is... A pain in the butt because I really wanted to replace this laptop that I've got here. But
1: that's fine. I want like five new Raspberry Pis and Pi Zeros because they're actually freaking useful now. Oh, I've got that keyboard
0: one. Where is that? You have got the Pi Four? Yeah. With the keyboard? Is it, it's either here or at work. One of the two. How yes, I've got. I've got the one with the keyboard. How much you want for it? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got any of those raspberry pies?
1: Just about, man. Do you have a Pi zero by chance? Uh, no, I've got some old pies. Damn! Now I've I got, got a... like three old pies. I need some of the newer ones. Um, MB level three. Oh, Mercedes Benz is at level. Really, they made it to level three.
0: Yes, Mercedes Benz is going to put level three tech. On sale in Germany. Because it's legal in Germany.
1: Yep. Level three is person at the wheel, but don't touch anything.
0: I do believe so. You know that better than I do.
1: I mean, we've talked about this enough, right? Like, (laughs) let me, hang on, let me double check. Autonomous. Car level. Level one is driving assistance. The system used by Mercedes allows
0: the driver to hand all driving tasks to the tech in heavy traffic or on suitable motorways in Germany with speeds up to 60 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Under these conditions, the driver can fully disengage from driving with the system controlling the speed and distance as well as guiding the vehicle within its lane. System also reacts to unexpected traffic situations and avoids dangerous maneuvers.
1: Yeah, Uh, I like the the analogy here. It is a co-driver. In the way that you have a pilot and Mm co-pilot, this is a co-driver. Level three is the, ooh, this is even better. So you've got level zero, which is nothing. Level one, hands on. Level two, hands off. Level three, eyes off. Level four, mind off. Level five, steering wheel optional. So this is the eyes off, where you don't even need to be watching the road the car will alert you and say like hey i need help and you have like a couple seconds to respond
0: and they also have said that they are accepting any legal liability if its car crashes while using its drive pilot tech
1: oh that sets a really important precedent i am hoping
0: other companies follow suit but wow so there you go mercedes is selling level three in germany And they're saying if there's any problems, it's on them. It's on them. Uh, California's
1: net neutrality law continues strong.
0: Basically, it's three. It it, it, it is survived. Yep. The ISPs have basically said, okay, after they what do they specifically say? Uh, They hereby stipulate to the dismissal of this action without prejudice. Yep. So after losing three (laughs) times in federal court, the ISPs said, yeah, we're done.
1: (laughs) So California's net neutrality law stands.
0: Yes. Now,
1: what that means for the rest of us is probably nothing.
0: Yeah, especially since the FCC is still tied up 2-2.
1: Yeah, technically it means that there's now like... Well, it isn't precedent. There's those three cases that were thrown out that could empower other
0: states to do the same. Well, it was just actually... It was the original case, yep. which they lost. Then they took it to the Court of Appeals, which a three-judge yep. panel upheld the lower court ruling. So they then the lost? Yeah, so that was the second loss. Then they asked yep. the full they asked for a full hearing not just a three judge panel but a full hearing with all of the court's judges and the 29 seat appeals court had zero judges even vote yes on even hearing the case
1: (laughs) they're like no go away
0: yeah. So, yeah, they they asked for a full, they have like, well, shoot, we lost with the three panel. All right, we want to take this full. Who says yes? And literally nope. nobody said yes. And so the ISPs wow. are like, well, I guess we're done. Wow. So
1: what does it take to get something on the ballot in Michigan, Andy?
0: Oh, that uh, 27,000 signatures. I think signature requirements for ballot measures, 5%. Oh, uh, constitutional amendment, most likely, is what that would have to be under. You do not want that as a constitutional amendment. You're uh, looking for legislative action, right? Uh, initiated state statute or veto referendum. Now, veto referendum is just trying to overrule something already changed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, the a, c- a citizen-initiated ballot measure that amends state, state law is the initiated state statute. That requires... Eight percent of the votes cast for governor. Which this year would be three hundred and forty thousand and forty seven.
1: Was the governor, right?
0: Yes. So
1: three how much was it? Three hundred
0: and No no no, that's how many that's how many signatures you need to get.
1: Oh shit. That's a lot of signatures. Yes. And that's to just put it on the ballot for it to get voted for. Yes. Well, time to start canvassing, Andy. <laughs> three hundred and forty thousand signatures. You could do that with Grand Rapids, Ann Arbor, and Traverse?
0: There's, you're, it's funny you bring that up though, because there is literally right now a, um, where, where did that article go? There is currently a forgery scheme going on with some of the GOP candidates. Something, that-
1: something rigged elections.
0: Yeah, like the Michigan State Police saying that they are investigating uh, voter... Voter fraud? Well, no, uh, access to voting machines. Yeah. But not, not, you know, before the election, but people trying to get into the voting machines after the election... To change the totals. To basically try and get information for the Trump campaign. Wow! Yeah.
1: I wonder how many signatures you could realistically get to put Michigan net neutrality on the ballot.
0: I don't know, but right now, according to this this thing... If you organized it quickly and quietly, you could get it on.
1: The, you could get enough signatures to get it on the ballot. But then you're going to have to deal with the ISPs bombarding it with negative ads about how terrible it would be. But
0: depending on the layout of the legislature, yeah, Michigan has the rule that the legislature can, if there's, if something if, if gets enough signatures to go onto the ballot, and the yep. legislature basically approves of it, yeah, they can just pick it up and say, okay, we'll handle it.
1: Right, but they're they're not. Good going to doesn't michigan have a majority of republican legislature at
0: the moment yes oh you expect that to change uh what's the current hold on let me pull that up yes it's currently under litigation at the moment but we have gone from pulling up the 538 data old map was a republican plus 5.7 with a republican majority new map um, is Republican 2.1 with a Democratic efficiency gap with, uh, one, two, three, four solid red, three solid blue, two leaning Republican, one leaning Democrat, and three toss-ups.
1: Yeah, but Andy, that's a congressional, the congressional yeah. map.
0: Yeah, I know. I got to look at the actual state map. You're right. right. The state map is going to be very different. It's probably going to be even, yeah, leaning more Republican because just the way the state is laid out.
1: Man, that is a red, red state other than Detroit. Uh, Uh, Oh, interesting. The somehow redistricting put Grand Rapids into a Democratic-leaning area.
0: Well, because Grand Rapids is a Democratic-leaning area. The old map had split Grand Rapids basically down the middle. Down in half. And cracked it open.
1: Yeah. I always thought of the city itself as actually leaning pretty far left, uh, pretty far right.
0: No, no, no. The city itself has a high African-American population outside Ah. of the city. As soon as you you leave the city. (laughs) Yes. As okay. soon as you leave the city, then, yeah, I can I can tell you I can still drive from here up to Holland, taking the back roads, and I can still tell you how many Trump flags, don't tread on me flags, and Confederate flags me. I still yeah. see flying.
1: Lots. Yeah, yeah. the
0: Confederate should, flags really get me sometimes. I'm like, really, guys?
1: Michigan literally fought against the Confederacy. So, like, the idea of the Confederate flag and be like, ah, oh, it's our heritage. Like, not your fucking heritage. <laughs> Even if it were, still no.
0: We should probably hit the randoms. Yes, yes we should. Okay, so the random review is my review. And I picked up a new mobile game that I wanted to try out called Text or Die. This is like typing of the dead? Sort of. So it's you versus four other players, which they're not actual players. They're just bots. Um, but I think they take words from, they got to take words from something because some of these guys misspell things. So, mm-hmm. but you're, you're not playing against live people. You're playing against. I mean, it, it could just be intentionally like misspell it from time to time. So they give mm-hmm. you a question and the question is like, name a U.S. state. Mm-hmm. And so you could pick something like Utah and you go up four blocks. You're you're on a little tower, and your tower goes up four levels. Or, you know, you could pick something like Florida and go up ten. Or, I think, what's what's the longest state? Is it North Dakota, or is it Mississippi?
1: Mississippi is pretty long.
0: Oh, uh, no, what state has the longest name? Well, officially, it's Rhode Island, but... But who knows how to spell Rhode Island? Well, no, no, the official name of Rhode Island is the State of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. Ah, but that's not the actual, you know. They you you can put answers in there but they've got to be in the word list. Cuz there's times yeah. where it was like something you eat for Christmas and I put, I did candy canes and that wasn't on the list. Oh no. And I'm like son of a and if you get it wrong, you go up 0. Yeah. And after every question, the water level rises. Rises. And as the game progresses, it rises up faster and faster and faster. Okay. And so your idea is to always stay above water. Yes. So you got to, you know, type in, in Utah and it does not
1: get you many points. No. It does not put you very far ahead.
0: No, no it does not. And so, yeah, you just, you know, you're playing against the computer, trying to think of long words, and um, it's a good premise. The problem is, I feel like this game was built where they decided to figure out how to put all the ads in it first, and then, secondly, put the game in there.
1: They, They attached a game to a bunch of ads.
0: Pretty much, yes, because... Uh, you can skip a question if you watch an ad. You can get a hint if you watch an ad. You can call in pirates that knock uh, down other people's towers if you watch an ad. You can make your tower bigger if you watch an ad. They have uh, Easter eggs that pop up, so you uh, you can get coins by winning. You can get a coin multiplier if you watch ads. And mind you, this is also in the ad free version because you can you can basically you'll get like ads after every round if you don't have the ad free version. And these are all thirty second ads. Or you can pay the three dollars for the ad free version, but still get ads. That one I'm not sure about.
1: <laughs> Can you watch an ad to get rid of ads?
0: No, unfortunately. The problem is is the fact that the ad variety is not very good. I don't know how many times I saw ebony ads. Oh
1: god, so many. My or god. the the like Goblin Mining one.
0: Oh yeah, the Goblin Mining one. Um those various like multiplier like yep. or State the, of Emergency.
1: The Puzzle Quest Zombie one.
0: Isn't that State of Emergency or no?
1: I have no idea what it is. I don't, I don't actually pay attention to the. Ads.
0: Yeah, I use the ads as a meditative time where it's just like, okay, the ads, I'm just going to close my eyes and do some deep breathing for 30 seconds. Yeah. Just, you know, calm myself. Think about (laughs) things. Look out the window. Although,
1: one of the ads I've been seeing lately is for a like meditative ad. Oh, for calm? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good premise. And so you win coins and you can buy coins to get different outfits for your character, different blocks, you know, bits and bobs and stuff. But I got a spacesuit outfit. And helmet for free. So now I'm like, okay, what do I, what, I I don't want to buy anything in the game. So I'm earning all these coins for no apparent reason. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting, but it's just the, (laughs) the amount of ads. Oh yeah. Yeah, The other thing. Yeah. So also if you misspell a word, so, you know, I accidentally, you know, if I spell Mississippi, but I only use one S instead of two, it'll be like, oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, I see. I think you meant Mississippi. Yes. And if you click yes, you know, rather than getting zero points, you watch an ad and it will change your answer to the correct Mississippi and give you those points. But once again, don't watch the ad, then you get zero points. Oh, so of course you want to watch the ad and get, you know, a correct. So, yeah, no, it's. It's a fun premise, but oh, my God, the ads. So many ads. And that's what I was like, oh, ad free? Sure, let me pay the $3 of my Google funny money. Nope, ads. And then ads started showing up again. And I'm like, well, okay, I'd like my funny money back, please. No, ads. So, yeah, it, it was an interesting idea. It just... It'd be better if it was actual people. Like, I feel like this would be a good actual party game to play, right?
1: Yeah, like with real people yeah. instead of, of AI. Yeah. That'd be a fun little competition.
0: Yeah. Something, so, well, something like this would actually work with people, but instead it's you playing against the computer... To win, you know, different hats and clothing for your guy. Yeah. So, yeah, not not worth it. Okay. I was I was hopeful, but no. So there you go. Text or die. I'm gonna pass. Give it a pass. Yep. So that gets us to the random topic rolled ahead of time. After experiencing COVID nineteen, are you still comfortable playing the board game Pandemic? Literally, really, <laughs> out of the thirty plus <laughs> random topics, I rolled this one. one.
1: About, now that you've had COVID. Except it's not even that you've had COVID, right? It was supposed to be just like now that we've gone through this pandemic, how do you feel about the game pandemic?
0: But right now it's have you after experiencing COVID, I'm like, how did he know? <laughs> what magic ball is Hans Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw our neighbors playing pandemic. Um, well I saw I, play I saw
1: pandemic every day when I go outside.
0: Yeah no he was um, he was loading uh, the legacy box. I think it was blue I think, or no he had red yeah I think he was like loading I'm like, hey, pandemic legacy and he's like, you know this and I'm like, yeah, I have it in my house. He's <laughs> like, yeah, we've just been playing with uh, the the grandparents, you know. So he he's boxed it up and took it over them. So they've been uh, it seems they've been doing. They're still playing it, so I'm not sure if he got uh, year two or not. But yeah, no, it was it was weird just having your neighbor just randomly show up with pandemic legacy. It was like, wait a second, that's unexpected. Cool, but unexpected.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I yeah, I think I'd still play pandemic. It's still a fun game. What's the game? Was it was it Plague Inc. You mean like the the original Pandemic Flash game?
0: Yes. you play yeah. as the virus, or sorry, as um, the
1: pathogen. The pathogen, yeah. So there's Plague, Inc., there's Pandemic 2, I think was actually the very first Flash game that did that. Plague, Inc. is like based off of that. It's the one with Madagascar.
0: Yes. Shut down everything.
1: Uh, pandemic 2 Flash game. Yep, it was called Pandemic 2. Play Pandemic 2 online.
0: So wait, when did... Oh, okay.
1: Oh God, that's loud. <laughs> and noise and music. Uh, no, you turn that off right now. Uh, but yeah, where you play as the Pathogen. That was always yeah. fun. That was a blast.
0: Oh, there's a thing in the Plague, Inc. article, Wikipedia article about Pandemic Flash and the problems with that, yeah. What? Dark Realm Studios initially complained on Twitter to IGN about the Plague, Inc. release, saying that the game was just an attempt to cash in on Pandemic 2.5 due to oh, similarities yeah. in gameplay between the titles. Yeah, definitely it was. Yeah. <sighs> Plague Inc. became the number one selling app in China early during the epidemic phase of COVID nineteen. Yeah, I think I think Andy, that that's it. I don't know if I have anything else to add. No, it's just I heck, it's a game. It's a good game. Yeah, it's definitely a good game. I would I would continue to play it despite having lived through a pandemic. Yep. Yeah. No, what's really fun is the um, Torch Club this month actually has one of the former Kalamazoo County. Um, uh, health board members who is a virologist she's going to lead a panel discussion on covid19 so it should be interesting to see you know now that we're you know two years in what an actual you know like virologists thoughts are on how all this played out so that should be good too to hear
1: (laughs) uh how did it play out we didn't realize people were dumb
0: politics ruined everything yeah yeah well on that positive note that's uh that's a wrap